0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. And turn with me and your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 19, verse 2. And you might say, preacher, are you ever going to leave this chapter? Probably. But I... Uh, feel like that it is a scripture that I want to embed in our hearts. The title of the message again is Holy Spirit, Do You Know Him? And this would be part four. And today I'd like to put the emphasis on the wind. Now in the previous weeks we've talked about how the Holy Spirit was uh, symbolized by water much like a gushing forth like a dam breaking a gushing forth of water and then we went to where the holy spirit was symbolized by fire and that fire burnt away the dross the impurities the things of your life last week we talked about the holy spirit being Symbolized as oil and how the oil will cleanse and purify and heal. Today I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit symbolized as wind. That is probably one of the most popular uh, symbols of the Holy Spirit because it is quoted so often out of Acts chapter 2, which we'll refer to in just a little bit. But today's text is, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? I want to ask you again that question as your pastor. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be Any Holy Ghost. I looked at that scripture and I thought, how sad that they did not know that there was a Holy Ghost. And I look at our world today and I say, how sad it is that so many people do not know that there is a Holy Ghost. But today we're going to talk about the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit symbolized as wind. Father God, I pray that the wind of the Holy Spirit would rush through this place. And I pray, dear God, that we would be affected by the Holy Spirit outpouring, that our lives would be changed, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Wind is a wonderful thing at times and it is a terrible thing at other times. In the sense of the Holy Spirit, it is always a wonderful thing. But I must tell you that there are times here on earth that we experience winds and when they are 74 miles an hour and above, we call those a hurricane. 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 I am trying to... <laughs> hurricane, there you go. Did I get it right? All right. I, I get corrected. That's an old, I guess it's an old Southern Charleston brogue hurricane. I guess a hurricane doesn't have hair, so I need to call it what it is, right? In 1943 was the first time anyone ever flew into a hurricane. And all hurricanes start in a warm atmosphere. The Holy Spirit was symbolized as fire if you remember me talking about that. And so he knows how to get the wind moving. It's through a warm atmosphere. Every second a large hurricane releases, listen, if a hurricane is moving, every second it produces the equivalent power of 10 atomic bombs. It's amazing. Those of you who have ever lived through one, you understand when it's over that you see things that you just can't hardly fathom that wind was able to do that. Jupiter has a hurricane that has been going on for 300 years. It is as large as the United States. And if you have a telescope and you're looking at Jupiter, you will see that hurricane. It will look like a giant red spot. I say praise God that we don't have hurricanes like that. We have big ones, but not that big. And thank God they don't last 300 years. But with all of that, I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit, God anointed man to write and say that the Holy Spirit came in on the day of Pentecost as a rushing mighty wind. Now John chapter 3 and verse 8 describes wind. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, But canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth, so so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Now, the description here is just simply saying that wind is free. Uh, You can't harness it. You, You can't even predict it. I have said, and if there's anyone who is a a TV weatherman that is listening or in attendance here today, please forgive me, but that has to be the best job on the planet. You can just say, we're going to have rain. If it doesn't rain, the wind changed and we'll be getting rain another day. I have I, I just, honestly, I've pretty much quit watching weather reports because they can't predict it. God said it moves where it wants to move. Right? I, I appreciate their effort. But the bottom line is the Holy Spirit is depicted as wind because he moves how he wants to, where he wants to, in places that he can get to that other things cannot get to, other people cannot get to. And, and isn't it amazing that if you watch a church service, if, you, if you're looking around, you'll see how the wind of the Holy Spirit might be touching someone over here and then someone over there and and before long you you see as though there's like a swirl and a movement happening because the holy spirit comes in and touches and moves how he wants to do yeah come on uh it it blows wherever it wishes and you hear the sound but you don't know the direction it's coming from or where it's going. And it is invisible, yet it is unmistakable. It is intangible, yet it is powerful. You hear it. Now, I've never heard a hurricane. But my dad, he told me that when he was younger, he lived through one and he heard and he said it sounded like a freight train that was going by. Oh Lord, I wish that we would hear a freight train of the Holy Ghost run through here today. Amen. So here's my point today. I want to let you know that the Holy Spirit is swirling and moving throughout this service. And, and, and I, I must tell you that if you'll allow yourself, he will, he will touch you in a way if you'll just make yourself available. Come on now. When we were in North Dakota, they have these large windmills and and my goodness, they they were huge. And and they said that those uh, blades move up to 200 miles an hour. But what it is, is those blades catch the wind and the wind begins to cause those large blades to move and it creates power. And and I must tell you today, I'm ready. Some of us need to put our arms out and catch the wind of the Holy Spirit and say, I'm ready to feel that power and feel that touch that comes from you. Now, the wind blows and and it has a ceaseless action. And the Holy Spirit is not a one-time move. There's many people who would like to tell you that the Holy Spirit outpouring was a one-time event. It happened on the day of Pentecost. They'll give us that. They'll say, oh yeah, we believe that. It happened on the day of Pentecost, but that was the first (coughs) and the only time. And that was a one-time event for those believers. You know, it's sad when people call themselves preachers and call themselves teachers or call themselves theologians and are that biblically ignorant. Amen. They tell people that when throughout the Bible uh, and long after the book of Acts, there was... An outpouring of the Holy Spirit and fire. Come on. And so he was involved in the creation. The Holy Spirit blew over uh, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. Here's what the scripture tells us. And the earth was without form and void. Thank you. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. You can see that the Holy Spirit was involved in creation as he moves over uh, the the face of the deep. The Holy Spirit was involved in that action. But it goes beyond that because in Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 2 verses 1 and 2, It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one mind and one accord. And there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Now, I want you to get a picture. If you'll show that picture, please, of the upper room when uh, Jackie and I went to the Holy Land this was one of my highlight places to go not that but um, we'll get to it in just a minute but as we were walking up the steps to go into this room no one was prompting no one walks, was talking about it and it falls upon my here fingers. you go so this is what the upper room the I expected apostle, it to be a lot bigger the 11 and now we're back to 12 apostles and then it says, Okay, next... that's good right there. I just wanted to give you a picture. But they had gathered into this room. When they got in there, they had been tarrying for something to happen. When Jackie and I were walking up the, the stairs to go to this room, I, I looked over and I said, my gracious, I feel the presence of God so strong, I can't hardly stand it. Because uh, I felt the same Holy Spirit that was poured out on the day of Pentecost. And the beautiful thing is you and I can feel that same power. Even today. But they were in there and they heard this sound. And, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Now, the Holy Spirit moves wherever he wishes. And there is a freedom that happens in the spirit. Some people wonder why we shout. We shout because we feel something. We are moved not because that there is fast music or slow music. We're moved because there is something that happens within our spirit and we feel his spirit. There is a freedom. A church, a person cannot dictate where the spirit goes. However, a church or a person can hinder where the spirit goes. Sometimes you may be sitting there and feeling a prompting of the Holy Spirit to move you. But you do what I heard one person say. You sing the song, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. And the Holy Spirit's wanting to use you. He might be wanting to use you in the gifts of the spirit. He might be wanting you to give a prophecy. He might want you to speak a word of knowledge. He might have a word of wisdom. He might have a, a, uh, the gift of tongues or interpretation to work through you and yet still you sit there just like a tree that's planted by the water. I shall not be moved and then we leave church and say I didn't feel a thing. That's a lie. Come on it's time that we let loose and let God. It's time that we say it's it's your way. Move through me. Blow through me. Let the Holy Spirit rush through me. Now the Holy Spirit uh, baptism was initially poured out on primarily the Jewish people and and they were in this room and, and uh the, the upper room square footage would have probably been a little less than our stage. For that many people to be up there, it, it was crowded. But they were packed in there and something phenomenal happened. They were all in one mind, in one accord. Okay, everyone freeze. I want you to think right now, what were you thinking when I said freeze? Freeze. Some of you were thinking about fried chicken. Come on. Some of you were thinking about problems on the job. Some of you were thinking, I wish he would hurry and get through with this. Oh, how I would like a nice Coca-Cola right now. And then we wonder why the Holy Spirit doesn't come rushing in because we can't even stay focused for a few minutes. Oh, come on now, I said we I didn't say you, God help me, I want to get focused in like they did they were in one mind, they were in one accord, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven glory to God amen now would you would you do something with me i, I won't I've asked sister Yvonne to put the sound of wind on the keyboard. And, and I want you, the, the Bible tells us that on the day of Pentecost, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place, amen. Mm, mm. That on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit rushed in and filled the house where they were sitting. So I want you, if you don't mind, just shut your eyes for a minute and picture yourself in that room. And Sister Yvonne, would you just hit the keys and let us hear what they might've heard something like. (laughs) Glory to God. And then something else happened because the Bible says that cloven tongues, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire sitting upon each of them, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. May I tell you, I believe that the wind of the Holy Spirit wants to blow through today and do that supernatural move again. But preacher, that was the Jewish people that primarily got their blessing that day. Oh my Lord God, hear me today. There's a man by the name of Cornelius and he, I, I'm going to cut right through real quick. He was in prayer. He was a righteous man, but he was a Gentile. He was considered by the Jewish people as being unclean. He was uncircumcised. He was, he, he was one of them. He wasn't a part of our crowd. He was an outcast. He was someone that we couldn't hang out with because he wasn't our kind. That's exactly the kind of junk that was going on back then. But God said, I'm not a respecter of persons. I want to pour out my spirit on the Jews and I want to pour out my spirit on the Gentiles. If you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. So thanks be to God, this was testified and it happened eight chapters after the book of Acts chapter 2. This is in Acts chapter 10. So much for those great theologians who say it was a one-time event. They didn't even finish reading the book of Acts. Come on. So God spoke to him and said, send for a man named Simon Peter. The angel or God spoke to uh, Simon Peter while he was on the rooftop, showed him a vision and said, I want you to go and, and, well, he showed him things that were unclean to the Jewish people And he said, not so, Lord, I've never eaten anything unclean And I'm not going He said, don't call what I call clean, unclean There's some people coming to ask you to go to Cornelius' house And you go with them So he got over there and he began to preach When he was preaching, the same Holy Ghost Came and fell on those Gentile believers and how they knew it is the Bible says that they heard them speak in tongues just like what had happened to them in the upper room. And they said, surely God is no respecter of persons. If God did it for them, he's doing that for all. I've got to give you another prophecy the, the word of God said and in the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and daughters will prophesy do you hear what I'm preaching to you today this gift was not just for Acts chapter 2 this gift is for today you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you listen now the Holy Spirit I'm going to try to tell you some very quick things about wind. The Holy Spirit pushes. Wind will push you. Now, this has been years ago, Jackie and I were on a cruise, and, and we went to some little island, and when we got to the island, they had paddle boats. How many of you have ever been on a paddle boat? Simply, you pedal, and it turns uh paddles and and it moves you we had our life vest on and and I was just out there for a great time and and I thought my gracious this is hard i was peddling sweating like crazy i didn't sign up for that i signed up for for comfortable, I just want you to get a picture. This was supposed to be a romantic little deal together. Jackie's sitting here, I'm sitting here, I'm pedaling. I'm looking over at her like, are you pedaling? Yeah, yeah. She said, yeah, I'm pedaling. I was going, I've never been on a paddle boat this hard. We got way out, way out offshore. I looked out and I thought, oh Lord God, we've got to go all the way back. (laughs) About halfway back, I said, hold on, I'm gonna stop pedaling, you pedal. She pedaled and the paddles weren't moving. The mechanism on her side wasn't working. I said, let's switch seats. No, no, no. (laughs) I got back to shore and I've not been back on the paddle boat. I didn't want to take a chance with it again. Now, why did I bring that up? Because I was paddling and it was hard. And some of us are on a paddle boat that life has broken the mechanisms of our life. We're struggling, we're supposed to be coasting. At this time of our life, we should be enjoying it. Instead, we're working up a sweat. Things just aren't going good. And what in the world is wrong? I wanna tell you the Holy Spirit wants to come and push you, but you need to put up a sail. Oh, help me now. When you put up a sail, the sail will catch the wind. Instead of you pedaling, you can just sit back and let the wind do the work. Some of us are so stubborn that we're going to say, I don't understand all this Holy Ghost stuff, so I'll just keep pedaling. Oh, that one hit you, didn't it? Boy, you got real quiet. If I just understood everything about God... If I just understood everything about the Holy Ghost. But until I become that smart. I'll just keep pedaling. I'll just keep working it. When God is saying if you'll just put up the sail. I've got smooth sailing for you. I've got a, a rest that the world can't understand. I've got peace that will bring peace beyond all understanding. Then the Holy Spirit does something else the holy spirit pulls up now i want you to show that video if you don't mind because this is a, a picture or, or a little video of the whole of um, a hurricane pulling up a tree look at this yeah. man i tell you what that, that's tough isn't it now here's what i you can cut that one that Mm. Wind has the ability to pull up and some of us need the Holy Spirit to come and start pulling up some things that have been deep-rooted I went out before church and I I picked up some weeds now I just want to tell you my wife loves me but if I came home and said, baby, I got something for you. I know it's not roses, but I've got you a good look. And that's some nice weeds. She'd probably tell me, well, I've got some nice burnt dinner for you. <laughs> Hear me. Some of us have gotten so comfortable with the weeds and we wear it like a banner. Look at my weeds. My weeds are growing better than your weeds. (laughs) Oh, now, now I'm really getting ready to get where the rubber meets the road. We wear it like this. I'm more messed up than you are. You just think you've had problems. You just don't know. Look at my weeds. Look how messed up I am. Look how bad life has done me. Look how I've been mistreated. Look how I've been treated when I was a child. Look how I was treated when I was a teenager. Look how I was treated when I was adult. Look how my first husband mistreated me. How my first wife cheated on me. And we carry those weeds around and and it's, it's what we have conversation about we have conversation about our weeds. Come on, I'm not leaving there yet. It becomes who we are. Praise God, I'm saved, but would you look at my weeds? And if I was a sinner, I'd be looking at a person like that and I would be going, why don't you get rid of your weeds why do you let it stay in your life it's time to let the holy ghost come in and weed up and get the junk out of your garden do you understand come on give god praise yeah. Weeds are life suckers. Weeds will take your joy away from you. The nutrients that it takes for them to get out of the soil could be going to produce roses and produce fruit and and good things but we let the weeds stay in there and we don't get the harvest that we ought to get because we're so proud of our weeds. I'd rather you be proud of saying, praise be to God. Hear me. God took me and he got rid of that. He got rid of my bitterness. He got rid of my bad attitude. He got rid of my deep-rooted problems. He got rid of my fears. He got rid of my past hurts. I don't have to accept it. I don't have to live that way. I don't have to be that Holy Spirit blows through here blows through here and uproot uproot what I couldn't get uprooted Holy Spirit God help us today I rebuke the devil right now in the name of Jesus you hear me you hear what I'm saying some of you while I was preaching that The devil came and propped up on on your shoulder and whispered in your ear, he just don't know what you've been through. He just don't know how bad it was. It's easy for him to talk that. Yes, (laughs) amen. You're receiving your deliverance right now, go ahead. I wish someone else would say, right now is my time to be free. In the name of Jesus, wind of the Holy Spirit. Blow through, blow through this congregation. Holy Spirit, stand to your feet. Everyone stand to your feet. Ah, Holy Spirit, have your way right now. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way right now. God's plan and God's purpose for you, is for you not to produce a weed garden, but that you bring forth fruit I'm not trying to discount. (laughs) I'm not trying to discount the hurts. Many of you will call me, text me, email me, and you'll share with me the burdens and the problems and my heart bleeds for you. And the devil wants those things to take root and stay in your life. But God provided the Holy Spirit to come. And when He uproots, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't bring damage. It brings help. When the Holy Spirit comes, He pulls out what is negative. Some of you have had deep-rooted problems, attitudes, Preacher, I don't know why I act the way I do. Why not say, Holy Spirit, blow through me? I don't know why I act that way, but I I want to quit being a smart mouth husband. I want to be a I want to quit being a rebellious child. I don't want to constantly be looking back at who hurt me. Holy Spirit, if you'll pull up the roots, I'll try not to look back, but I'll try to look forward of the great life that you have intended for me. I'm not trying to embarrass. God knows I'm not trying to embarrass. I just want to make a point. Brother Johnny, I believe you're a mighty man of God. But are there things of your past that you're ashamed of that you just don't want people to talk about and hear? Sure there is. Julie, you're a great worker for God. But if you look back on your life, are there things That you just wouldn't want the world to know about Julie. Yes. But sometime the Holy Spirit came and pulled him up. Sometime the Holy Spirit came and did a weed job. Got it out. He blew through. And this morning he has blown through this congregation. If you'll bear with me one minute, I want to tell you three things. I'm going to try to do it in one minute. The Holy Spirit will inflate. Wind will inflate. Some of us walk around deflated. When's the last time you walked around like you were somebody? The Holy Spirit wind helps bring new life. Pollen is blowing all over the place it's like yellow or green paint that's the wind blowing it and it's going to bring new life right now the Holy Spirit wants to blow through and bring new life to you last of all you just have to be willing just have to be willing If you could have pulled the weeds out, you would have already done it. You can't do it. But there's someone here today that will and can. I want my altar team to come. And then I want everyone to listen to me very carefully, very carefully listen to me. Most people have a sense of pride. We get dressed up, we get cleaned up. And then if someone says, what's going on? Oh, everything's good, everything's good, couldn't get better. Then we go home from the church service and the music that was wonderful isn't playing. The preaching isn't happening. We lay on our bed and hide our face in our pillow and we cry because we still have weeds. All the time I wonder how often God is going if they would just let me pull up the roots. So I'm asking you today, would you let the Holy Spirit do his work? Would you let the Holy Spirit do his work? If you're not a Christian, you've got roots that will destroy you. Sin will destroy you. And I wanna ask you to come and give your heart to the Lord Jesus. But if you are a Christian, But you've been carrying weeds. I want you to bring your weeds to the altar. And let the Holy Spirit start doing his work. Preacher, if I walk down there, people are going to wonder what kind, what's the root of my weeds, what's going on. Let them look. Every one of us were in sin. Every one of us. Every one of us, Holy Spirit, pull the weeds out. I want you to come right now. I normally ask people to close their eyes and bow their heads. But today I'm asking you to just step out. Who will be the first one who will say it's me, preacher. I'm one of them. I'm one of the many. I'm going to be bold and I'm going to step out. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit do a weed work in my life. Come on. Come on in. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCog.org. God bless.